I remember my fresh graduate experience. For me, it was a moment of relief after five years of study. I feel like I finally did it, but not for long. Then I need to find a job, right? In this episode, let's hear from the Barca Effect team on their fresh graduate experience. How they get their first job, how did their colleagues and boss treated them on the first day, and did it go as their expectation? This episode is dedicated to the fresh graduate out there who wants to know what to expect. Yes, the experience may be very or different from a person to another, but you will find value in the discussion. Stick with us until the end. The brothers share advice on what advice they wish they had when they were fresh graduate. Please do subscribe to the channel. The Barakah Effect podcast is a weekly podcast where we dissect the Quran and the Sunnah and turn it into our unfair advantage to gain success here and the hereafter. وَلَوْ أَنَّ أَهْلَ الْقُرَىٰ آمَنُوا وَاتَّقَوْا لَفَتَحْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ بَرَكَاتٍ مِّنَ السَّمَاءِ وَالْأَرْضِ Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah wassalatu wassalamu ala Rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man tabi'ahum bi ihsanin ila yaumiddin. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Waalaikumsalam warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Ahlan wa marhaban bikum. Kaif halakum? Ahlan ahlan. Alhamdulillah. 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 All praise and thanks to Allah. So alhamdulillah our topic of discussion for this evening is something a bit different. So we're going to go a bit personal and our topic is my fresh graduate experience the good the bad and the meh meh So inshallah what we'll be discussing is our own respective experiences on what we experienced as fresh graduates uh, whatever our first jobs were and the objective of this session is basically so that we can share our experience what we felt really stood out and use this discussion as sort of a reflection among us and also within ourselves what capabilities we feel are most important to towards fresh grads and what sort of what can you learn from the good things or the mistakes that you've encountered along the way and also i think one of the key things is inshallah throughout the years that will be still contributing to the workforce how can we create good experiences to get the best out of our fresh grads right so just have a, a bit of a casual discussion inshallah so let's start off by this so our first day our first day reporting for duty or maybe the first week so let's just share within ourselves like what do you remember most about your first day or your first week week at work like what did you go through how did you feel and maybe what experience uh, stood out for you so for this uh, Inshallah let's get brother Amir to share. Tafadhal okay. Sheikh. All right, bismillah rahman rahim. Mashallah very nice topic. Yeah, you bring back a lot of memories. Uh, been uh, 15 years since uh, my first day at work, yeah. Mashallah. Seems just like yesterday. Mashallah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I got employed in this to this company yeah, which I was really seeking uh, was really hoping to 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 get to land a job uh, oh, since okay. my uni years, yeah. So alhamdulillah I got I got a job there, yeah. 
So the, my first day at work, they I've never been outside of Malaysia before that. So oh. they booked me a flight to Libya, in the middle oh. of the Sahara Desert. Oh, so wow. so I took a flight. I took a few flights, wow. few connecting flights, and then once I arrived in Tripoli, then uh, they they put me on a Fokker, a really old uh, airplane, yeah. Then uh, okay. so uh, then we took another like a two-hour flight, right in the middle of a uh, smack in the middle of the Sahara Desert. So it looks. The scenery was nice. It was. This is an adventure, you know. Like a, this is what I really signed up for, you know. This is a <laughs> okay. gonna build me, yeah. As a man, and I'm, I'm, I'm up for this, yeah. Okay. <laughs> then, then we, then uh, once I arrived to the uh, mini airport, then it took me uh, on a pickup uh, through the sand dunes. There was like almost uh, two, uh, one hour of of, uh, of driving, yeah. It was good. Wow. It was uh, through the dunes. Was okay. Nice experience, yeah. There was no camel, but uh, something different. And, but the first thing came to my mind you know, when we arrived at the base was like a that base was all heavily guarded with uh, with police and and and, and soldiers. So, oh, right. What is this, oh. man? So we have like mm. uh, uh, soldiers holding guns and everything, yeah, to to guard our facilities. Okay, mashallah. Okay, all right. Then I, I came in, see the bosses. Uh, they treat me well. They say, oh, where you're from? Oh, Malaysia. And you know how Arab people sometimes they they just like uh, Malaysian people. Like, oh, then they start talking about the about uh, KLCC. They talk about the uh, about uh, some some computer stuff yeah. so there's a cliche that all asian they must like uh, they must like it it gadgets yeah, oh, okay. yeah. And, and some guys like can do oh that's Malaysia, a stereotype Asia. Huh? oh jackie chan jackie chan, jackie chan. <laughs> <laughs> is that supposed to be the, the link that that we are supposed to be brothers because of this jackie chan <laughs> 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 no, not Jackie Chan. Uh, Jackie Chan, Hong Kong, uh, Malaysia. <laughs> then, then they, they give me all my my overalls and um, get me started on the induction. So and then just I, for I context, ah, uh, just for context, ah, uh, you graduate as an engineer, not in the army, right? <laughs> yes, <it's> engineer. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so an engineer. I just had to point that out, just in case. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, so, go ahead, go ahead. So along the way, the, the taxi driver was saying, "Oh, this is life is hard here. Life is hard. Yeah, you better make sure you uh, back up for this. Yeah, be tough. Ah, uh, be strong. Be strong. Okay, okay. I came. Uh, I came um, uh, to the base. Yeah. Then during was lunch time. Yeah. So I see the, the one of the guys was like uh, eating on the floor without anything. Without any plates, was it? Wow, this is really man. This is like uh, back to uh, the barbaric. <laughs> Come join us, join us. Okay, I'll join you. And then after that, I saw the guys like uh, trimming his nails using like a uh, not nail clipper, but wire cutters. <laughs> oh, oh, what is this, man? <laughs> and then and then the and in 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 where I work, they 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 try to put you expose you to a lot of uh, different tasks. Yeah, so you're supposed to be uh, like an operator first. So you work with all those heavy tools, yeah. And there's a hammer that's as big as myself, and it's really heavy. Wow. It's like a, uh, I think almost 50, 60 kilos, yeah. So yeah, I hold with both hands just to uh, hit a very big uh, uh, bolt and nut, yeah. Start. Oh wow! But you, this you guy, actually, you actually use that for the job, huh? It's, yeah, it's not, use it's that for the job. Oh, it's not oh, the gym. Okay, huh? <laughs> it's not the gym. <laughs> Doubles up as a gym. We, we don't. We don't need gyms. You know? <laughs> okay. So, so apparently, one guy, my operator, with ease, hold out that heavy um, tools with just one hand, and uh, he hit the, uh, the 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 nail or whatever. Yeah, just like he hit a just like a racket hit, hitting a shuttlecock. Yeah? Oh, wow. I'm like struggling with how to stabilize that the, the whole the whole giant hammer. It's probably the biggest hammer I've ever seen in my life. You know? <laughs> it was a culture shock for me, like getting exposed. Like uh, I, I know all English is very hands-on, 
But uh, I didn't expect it to be oh, uh, this kind of uh, you gotta really sweat it out, you know, like a, yeah, yeah. I didn't uh, expect that as well. Wow. <laughs> so, mashallah, was a because it was it was a vendor. It was a, the company was a was a contractor. So, so uh, and they, and they go through the uh, everyone needs to go through the training regime, and you start as at, at the lowest food chain as a operator before oh, moving yourself up as an engineer. Mm. So that was a was a culture shock for me uh, doing all those. Uh, it was it was nice. Like, it was good experience, but uh, yep, it was definitely uh, out of my comfort zone on the very first day. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Very good. Very good. Okay. Yeah. Let, let's uh, let's hear from somebody else. Uh, maybe let's hear from Aziz. Oh, me. How was your first day or first first week? First week after I think after graduate, my first job was. Yeah, I I was a driver. Driver, oh, yeah, mashallah. Oh, um, you you also graduate engineering. Actually, almost all of us graduate yeah. engineering. Yeah, so yeah. your your degree was electrical engineering. Oh, I see. Yeah, just to get my I think uh, just just to get my myself to to have a job because I think for me because um, I graduated. With a low grade, right? My, I think my, my, you know, uh, my confidence to get to get a to get a job in an engineering area is is quite low. But but somehow I just worked there for two months. Mm. But it's quite tough because um, if if anyone know uh, Miri to Bintulu is like three hundred kilometers, right? I drove. I I drive. I drove. I think two trips per day. Two wow. trips per day. Yeah. Oh, small. <laughs> Here to Bintulu. Because, yeah. They, they, uh, the company. I think it was um, uh, a contractor to an oil and gas. Um, the biggest oh, oil and gas in in I think in Malaysia. So they were very strict. You have to drive only 80 kilometers per hour. You yeah. imagine oh, I drive 300 kilometers. Thank you. But the first day, I drove 120 kilometers and I I was about to be fired the next day because I drove the operation manager from Argent. Uh, the guy was the boss was from Argentina. Oh yeah, they need someone to. Uh, that can speak english not not fluent i'm not fluent anyway but they need someone to that communicate can communicate with with the foreigners so right right that time i was the one who was stand out from the other guys lah oh, so yeah alhamdulillah the, the pay was okay but the, <laughs> the job was tough i have to drive to rural area because they they were doing the this how What they call seismic data acquisition, I think Amir oh, no, okay. Faisal no. Ah, uh, mashallah, yes, yes. Yeah, they were they were studying if uh, there were any minerals on the on the land of the Borneo. Mm. Yeah, and then after two months, I got an interview. Got an interview. Um, a company, um, that offered me an electrical engineer job. And I was, my schedule to interview was 3 p.m. But I only um, arrive at 
I think it was 7pm because I was on the third trip from Bintulu, Miri to Bintulu. Wow. The third wow. trip. MashaAllah. Wow. Oh. <laughs> when I went there, I was exhausted. So, but Alhamdulillah, it was easy for me. Alhamdulillah. And Alhamdulillah. the job was um, to to do a rural electrification um, job. So because I they look at me, they they know my I I explain about my my current job as a driver. I drive that, and then they take that uh, chance because they need someone who can who can go far, go to the rural area, drive, and so that was my <laughs> first experience. Oh. Yeah, and not much. The boss was. Very motiv- motivating. Before oh, okay. before a- before any meeting, he will give this some um, five minute speech um, to just to give a uh, high aspiration to everyone. No I way, like that's yeah. rare, man. Mashallah. Yeah, that's rare. Mashallah. You know why? You know why it's rare? Right now uh. he's running. Uh, he's uh, running for any politics right now. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah. okay. He has a talent in that. Yeah, he yeah. <laughs> Okay, there you go. Yeah. Okay, mashallah. Yeah. I think yeah, he was right, right. The, the best boss. Yeah. Oh, you don't hear that every day? Yeah. <laughs> Indeed, mm. yeah. Even after yeah. you left the yeah. company, yeah? Yeah. So this was your, your second company. It was still the first one within the two months, is it? The, the, this Second company. Oh, second company. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Mashallah. Mashallah. I think not much. Okay, Mashallah. Jazakallah khairan. So, Shami, I think you have a bit of a unique experience compared to the rest of us. So, you, you're, you're definitely not and you're, you're not graduate engineer, right? Uh, yeah, Alhamdulillah. Um, although I did learn food engineering, does that count? Food engineering? <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. Is, it, is it like we food engineer. engineering or food? Food with a D. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, yeah, food engineering. It, yeah, it's a it's it's a really different kind of engineering, lah. So uh, we 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 deal with food and uh, you know all that stuff. I most of them, unfortunately, I I, I most of it I forgot about about okay. those stuff. And <laughs> so I need to do some revision. So anyway, uh, on to my. Uh, my experience, right? We were talking about uh, personal experiences as uh, as fresh graduates. Yeah, yeah. So uh, before anything else, Bismillah, Alhamdulillah, Salatu Wassalamu Ala Rasulillah Wa Ala Alihi Wasallam Ajma'in. So um, my fresh graduate experience, it wasn't uh, it wasn't something that is. Uh, um, Full of events, brother. Uh, it's it, it 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 for me. It, uh, for me, it might be dull. But uh, just for the sake of sharing, uh, I graduated in um, in the late two thousand and fourteen, I suppose. And I applied almost everywhere. I applied. I applied uh, to Burger. Uh, oh. Nest- Mm, yeah. Uh, so I, I I even applied to to work um, for work uh, at, and I also applied to 
uh, all those uh, fast food chains, including the. Mm. So it was um, it was quite a long, a long journey, oh. uh, because the 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 weight the weight itself is uh, torture, you know, because I mm. in this day and age, it's not easy to find uh, jobs even back then, even in okay, even ten like, years ago, okay. it's already hard to find jobs, right? Mm, sure, so sure. Or I was, uh, yeah. Although uh, back then I already know some, I already uh, delved myself into Sunnah and the so, Sunnah and the learning the Deen, but I wasn't mm, committed. Yeah. I wasn't committed. I although I uh, oh, I, I went to a few few classes such as uh, that is uh, held by Al Maghrib and where I met uh, Brother Faisal, Mashallah, oh, and yeah, a few yes, other yes. brothers. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that, that was the time. So I was uh, looking for jobs, mm. but um, when I finally got the job, I received an email from the the admin of which goes under the name of um, but interestingly, I got married first before I started my uh, work. So I alhamdulillah, oh, okay. I got married first and sure. then I started my work. Yeah. In fact, it was the following week or two weeks after my marriage that uh, I started working. Mm. If, I, if, uh, if I can remember clearly, right. so so when the, so the first day uh, when I started working with, I I thought that I would you know food uh, we we handle food uh, and and most oh, of the okay. laboratory works that I do was right. you know involving my my hands you know, deep inside some sort of a dough. Or okay. you know, mixing mixing some syrup with water, you know, stuff like that. Okay. You get to eat pizza yeah. every day. <laughs> yeah, I'll get to. I'll, I'll get, That's I'll the get million to the dollar point. question. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So, <laughs> okay, so uh, I was expecting, you know, okay, um, uh, th- th- these are the these are the things that we th- these are the menu, and then you know, I, I I was expecting, you know, on the on the first day maybe. There's some sort of a taste, a taste test, you know, something like that. I don't know. Just, right. just my imagination, right? But then, uh, unfortunately, no, uh, that didn't happen until later, later in uh, the next month or so. So instead, I was introduced to the team, to the department. Uh, I was, uh, I was hired uh, in the learning and development department, the department of L and D, as I said. Okay. So. The department specializes in training managers. They train managers, oh. so so that is why uh, it had Stephen Covey uh, posters everywhere in 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 the in, in the uh, in the department itself. So you have you know yeah. seven seven habits of effectively effective uh, highly effective people everywhere. Right, you know, right, in right. in every bookshelf there there's there's at least one copy. But oh. I, I, you know, being my ignorant self back then, I didn't know who this was, and uh, uh, frankly, I didn't, I didn't really care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Okay. You know, uh, this is uh, yeah. like the like what Ustad uh, Abdul Rahman Hassan said. Yeah, this is Madhar min Madhahir Dunul Himma. He said, "This is one of the, <laughs> this is one of the, uh, um, uh, signs, signs of low inspiration, low aspiration." So I was, oh, I was. So? Pardon? Yeah, because how, how so? I didn't, uh, because I didn't, I didn't. Uh, yes, yeah. Uh, I, I, 
I did not want to anticipate in any of this. Uh, how do you how do you say this? You know, man- managerial uh, process that that, oh, that 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 goes through okay. in in, okay. in, the, in each meetings. You know, so I was I would li- I would listen attentively, but I didn't care for uh, for myself to give any ideas or contribute to any of the discussions. Oh, okay, yeah, I was just okay. Yeah, you're okay. sort of like a passenger kind of thing. Yeah, like this. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, fair enough. Yeah, so. Um, Uh, but uh, one thing I would like to highlight is the culture, the culture shock that I told you guys about last week, right? So the culture okay. shock is this: the because this is, this is was my first um, job, and I did not, right. I did not work uh, prior to any of that, uh, uh, prior to my do- uh, job in. So mm-hmm. the work there, the um, how should I say this? Because I am aware of the the sunnah. Of, Just a, a small percentage of 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 Islam back then. Yeah. So, but but I didn't. I, I was not. I was uh, really afraid with the the culture there because <clears throat> once in every once once a week they will have this uh, some sort of a team team building uh, activity weekly. It's oh. a weekly thing. Yeah, okay. So okay. so you you get to play like on top of the rooftop rooftop of the HQ. So we we all go there, and then we would play like hide and seek or something, or maybe we we would dance or something like that. You know, this, this thing is still uh, it, it it's it, it doesn't it, it does not um, make me feel good at, at all. Oh okay. Yeah. Hmm. So and then you you have the dancing part, right? So the dancing oh, okay. part you'd have um, husbands and husbands and wives, which are uh, by the way. The husbands and wives are not husbands and wives per se, but yeah, not to each other, okay. <laughs> not, not to oh. each other. But <laughs> so, so that so that help. They they would hold hands and stuff like that. Awkward, oh, you know. Allah. You know oh. this this kind of these things. You know, it it really made me uh, made me felt uh, really bad about myself. Uh. Why why did why did I choose this work? But oh. that's the that's the that's the bad side. The good side is I found a brother who also works there. Um, he he works as the uh, the the first uh, halal executive, so he oh. he also uh, got the job. He was hired during the same time as when at the time was when I was hired. So oh. when 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 I talked with him, when I talked with him, alhamdulillah, he's uh, he's 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 a Salafi. I would say he's a Salafi of all the places I I found him there, <laughs> oh. uh, and he he studied in uh, Morocco before uh, in. In, in one of the universities in Morocco, so he could speak Arabic, and so uh, that 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 to me was you know there's a balance lah. Right. There's the bad, yeah. and also this there's something good that reminds you of your your dean every now and then, right? In in sure. that organization, mm. and I would find him in the surau. So oh, I I feel in my heart I uh, I really felt alhamdulillah I feel um, the girl lah in in mm. Malay. So this was the some of the things. Yang this is com, uh, general, generally speaking, lah. Of course, right. there are more details, the specifics. But yeah, we we will hear uh, from the other brothers, inshallah. Because you, you still keep in touch with him. Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, we I I have his uh, his WhatsApp and also Facebook. Alhamdulillah. Oh, mashallah, mashallah. How Allah brings He's, people together from unexpected places, huh? Indeed, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And he's also not with now. He's uh, he's working somewhere else, and he's also okay. a halal halal um some sort of a halal 
consultant yes yeah. consultant uh, for companies you know I was thinking about what you said about this uh, team building thing right you see on one hand it's, yes. it's kind of rare for employers to do it like to actively organize things that create that foster this kind of collaboration this uh, optimism this kind of uh, working level spirit so on one hand you can see the the positive intent of that but from the islamic values point of view this is yeah. where we have this kind of headache right <laughs> so indeed yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so it's it's kind of i i, I always have this kind of dichotomy is like in the sense that you want to achieve that but you also have to be very careful about the boundaries that you have to take care of so it's Sorry. exactly yeah it's it's kind of a tough thing you know i mean to to, to, to get that, that, that sweet spot Yeah, that's true. And how do you do it? How how do we do with that? <laughs> so I still do not participate. Because to change the whole the whole concept of their their interpretation of team building is to change the whole organizational culture of the 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 the, the organization, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, the whole yeah, thing from the root from the root up. We have to change everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah but team lot. team building is essential. Yeah, team building is just that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We use for team building. Yeah, that I think they can definitely improve. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I think like like my organization they do this quite often. Yeah, and sometimes the method that they use is also like this. It's like what what Brother Shami mentioned. So I yeah. think uh, uh, sometimes I I don't participate in mm. in in things which are a bit questionable and awkward. And and they and they they, they know oh, I'm just not gonna I'm just not gonna participate in in this and that. Yeah. So I just make it known up front. Uh, I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See. Yeah, so I don't. Those are actually one of the greatest nikmah about working in Malaysia because people kind of understand the Islamic values, and mm-hmm. I think the beard is a huge advantage. So <laughs> Indeed, you don't need to explain yourself too long. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when they do it, they, 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 like you know, typical team building games, like to like like hold hands and pull a hoop kind of thing. So yeah, like I'm go- I'm always gonna hide with the brothers <laughs> in the corner somewhere. Sometimes they point like, out, yeah, I get oh, it. Aziz, oh, Aziz, this guy cannot. Uh, you you go to to your brothers there. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they are coming over there. Yeah, and then yeah. I realize that a lot of the team building facilitators, especially if they are Muslim, that mm-hmm. even though sometimes they themselves do it, but they 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 can recognize and respect your preferences of uh, staying away. So. I think that's a huge mm-hmm. advantage like, about working in this uh, majority Muslim environment. Sahih. That's right. I would say so. And, yeah. Yeah. and and also one thing that made it harder for me, uh, I think, is because the the bosses, the my supervisor, and even the HOD, the head of department, they were mm. all non-Muslims. They were they were the uh, Chinese and Indian, and even the Malays. Uh, you know, my colleagues, they were uh, not they were not uh, they were not religious, so to speak. Yeah, uh, you know. Uh, right. So it made it hard, hard for me, and everyone was doing it. Mm. So if I'm the black, the the black sheep, right? Yeah. So party pooper, huh? yeah, the party <laughs> pooper, right? Oh, you want to get all, you know, a wise on earth or something like that? Sure. Um, it's it's hard, it, especially uh, a fresh graduate, you know, just um, ah, that's hired true, that's for us for 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 his first job. Yeah, so I, I don't, don't know have how the to leverage. Do. Yeah, I don't have yeah. the leverage. So. Yeah. May Allah forgive uh, Azola. I mean, yeah, that's challenging. Wow. Yeah. So Reza, t- talk to us about your experience. I think you you started off outside of Malaysia, didn't you? Um. Yeah. Mashallah. Bismillah. Alhamdulillah. Salatu wassalamu ala Rasulillah wa ala alihi wasabi ajma'in. Um. I started out. Yeah. Like you said, outside of Malaysia, but uh, it was not a job which I uh, studied for. Basically, it was just a oh, casual, okay. casual job. 
So you I graduated in electrical as well? In mechanical engineering. Mechanical so, engineering. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so the plan was to stay. I was studying in Australia, and the plan was to get my uh, residency. Fair income, mate. You still got the <laughs> yeah, right. You're right. I got the PR, right? So you got to have the slang. Yeah, right? You got to bring something home, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one Which thing home? that didn't stick with me. Alhamdulillah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. So, what, yeah. what, so what was the? Uh, it was different from what you so graduated I mean, from. <clears throat> I, I, uh, the first job was actually as a barista for quite some time, for like almost barista. Wow, barista. Wow, yeah. So, but alhamdulillah, I think that job also um, exposed me to quite a number of things, such as like customer service and oh, around. Yeah, just it's it's kind of a relaxed kind of job, but actually, oh, okay. there's a lot. It's a lot behind the scenes. In every oh. cafe, there's always a uh, some drama behind it. So it's mm-hmm. <laughs> things that <laughs> that's that's what I experienced uh, during my like let's say a year stint while I was looking for my a job that was uh, in line with my qualifications. I would say so. Okay. I was quite okay doing that. I mean, it was paid well. I had. Uh, good coffee every day. Mashallah. <laughs> That's okay, the most important thing. Hours. At least. Yeah, yeah. It was quite a, a nice job, I would say, at that point of time, <laughs> at, at that age. Um, but you already um, graduated but, uh, at this point? Like, yeah, at this point, I graduated. Yeah, but I was waiting for my residency and I was like... All oh, right, the PR kids got to wait for the visa yeah, to come. Then you yeah, can... Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so you got to wait okay. like a year or something like this. So I'm like, okay, fine. Let's wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No agency. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> so actually, I didn't even plan to come back to Malaysia. But after oh. um, I got this specific offer, there was a career fair in uh, Melbourne where, where I was at. And they no. were looking for graduates. Uh, and it was a Malaysian, um, let's say, uh, community-organized career fair. So a lot of companies from Malaysia was there. So oh, okay. one of my uh, subsequent companies was there. And uh, they offered me uh, a job, uh, basically in Malaysia. Uh, and it looks on paper like quite a, quite a good thing and something that I would go for. So after oh. some time, I, w- I thought about it uh, and said, okay, let's just try it out, you know. Mm. And yeah, so um, what happened was then I just packed up my stuff. Uh, it was like, I think a, a month's notice or something like this. Packed up my oh, stuff, okay. all, all, my, uh, all my things. But I was so unplanned uh, in this time. Uh, and I was assigned uh, in my first assignment was in a, a facility or a plant that was like, the furthest away that you can think of oh. from any big city. So I actually, I, I was so bad at planning at this time. I'm like, uh, perhaps like how not to turn up at your first job. This is like, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh yeah. I was just pack. I packed up my whole life basically in two <laughs> suitcases. I didn't have a proper plan. And I called the HR and said, okay, you contact this person when you reach. That's oh. all I had, or just one uh, number where, at which I don't know, even know who it was. And I just, okay, okay wow. I'll just call this guy when I reach the place. So I just wow. booked my flight. This was in I, Australia? Yeah, in Australia. So okay. I, I, I came back to Malaysia, I booked my flight, stayed with a friend a couple days in KL. 
and then just set off on that on that journey on a bus to okay. I don't know I don't know what to expect in this like a small town. And basically, I just called the person up just the day before. Like I said, okay, I'm coming down. Uh, can I crash at your place for a week? <laughs> well, Alhamdulillah, it was uh, it was very nice. Uh, I won't forget uh, what he did for me. He was like, okay, sure, you can come and crash for as as however long that you want, you know. So until you find a place on your own, because he was the okay. same. Mashallah. It was the same. Let's say in the same program as I am, but he just came to the place about uh, six months before. Okay. So he 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 understood the whole experience and he knows oh, okay. he knows what to expect. And so uh, alhamdulillah, he uh, so I set off on the on a bus. Some, okay. Uh, and then when I reached the place, I contacted him. I crashed at his place for a week. And I basically just stayed him for a week, lah. <laughs> but uh, alhamdulillah, he's close. Yeah, quite good. Sorry, East Coast, girl. Is it uh, in? Uh, it is in the south, the south, most southern tip of uh, Mal- Peninsula Malaysia, uh, in Pontianak. Oh. oh, okay, oh. okay, okay, uh, okay. Yeah, Sheikh, yeah. to, to be honest with you, I was half expecting you to say that somebody put a bag over your head. Then, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but okay, I would have okay, you. <laughs> oh yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would have expected that from that. Yeah, that gave me the idea actually. <laughs> so yeah, I was I was totally. Oh, so, so, sorry. Yeah, so that means you never actually like after the PR, you never actually like stayed over no, and worked as um, an engineer. I just oh, okay. decided like there was that offer on one hand, and oh. I, was, I was thinking to myself and I asked people around me like, um, it was like Shami said also before. It was I mean can be quite tough to look for a job. As well, at at the point of time as well, I, I think. See. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was not a good time. Uh, the economy in Melbourne also was not doing good at that that point of time. So, now what year was this? Um, I think it was two thousand twelve. Okay. Post economic crisis. Okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just I just uh, like let's say I just took the job and then just okay, just went with it. Uh, okay. Alhamdulillah, um, the first day in the the place, the the power plant, um, I'd say like, uh, I mean, initially I didn't know what to expect, but I was quite surprised. Like, wow, this is a quite a massive facility, and there's a lot of uh, huge, big, heavy machineries around, and mashallah, can't be as big oh, as okay, Amis Hamala. I think I can get used to it. <laughs> 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 so this was what, a, a gas uh, power plant, was it? This is was a coal power plant. Oh, coal! Wow, oh, okay. coal! Oh, yeah. yeah. So um, and uh, I was uh, introduced to the team. Um, basically, they they enrolled us in like a, a engineer development program, which was supposed to last for three years. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, rotating between departments every let's say eight months or so. Oh okay. And I was yeah. So initially, I was I was placed in the balance of plant department where it's all the auxiliaries and all the water treatment plants uh, and the oh, okay. scope. utilities, uh. utilities, you know. So um, my first team, I would remember, they're quite welcoming, uh, mashallah, and they were all accommodating. Wow, and my mashallah. boss was also quite supportive, although he didn't say much, but um, he always like uh, encouraged. Uh, give words of encouragement. So, um, uh, with that, great, um, with that I, I would say um, 
I had like a high high spirits coming into the job in the first the first few wow. months. So few like, months. <laughs> yeah, uh, until it tapered off. <laughs> Basically, I was just like, okay. I mean, the whole company had a, a good plan for us and on a high oh. level, but then on the working level, there was no really such plan. I would say. Oh, so it's okay. Every what what you would want to do and like it's up basically up to you. Okay, you gotta yeah. figure it out so, yourself. You gotta figure it out yourself. Okay. So um, so what I did was just I didn't know what to expect and what to do from the first weeks and I just basically became the annoying one. Just follow everyone. <laughs> <laughs> everyone done that done that before. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, yes, so, so looking back, how do you feel about that? Like being the annoying one. What does that mean? Like just asking them questions. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, just asking them just just about did you bring under the, the notebook? Sun. Yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> just basically, I was just excited to just go around the plant. <laughs> that was my ah, my whole good. whole thing. Yeah, I mean, Alhamdulillah, they were all quite uh, accommodating. They were all, all quite nice people. And right. overall, the the environment was quite laid back. Okay. The whole, area, uh, the whole place. So, so um, that was quite a good uh, first few months. But um, one thing I would say, because the environment was quite laid back, I got so, sort of sucked into the laid back environment. <laughs> oh, became like, oh, okay, oh, okay. So I'm like, like, I don't have to do as much after the first few months, you know, but. But okay. that's one thing that I learned. As a fresh graduate, I think you should have a plan. Right. That you should be aware of the culture of that place, and mm. despite the culture, you should have your own, like, say, direction where you want to go. So, wow. I, um, looking back, I didn't have that. Basically, I just I was just jumping in without knowing what what was uh, going into. But ah. I guess as an advice to people who are entering the workforce, have a plan and. Be aware of the company culture and do your own thing. I would say. Yeah, yeah so chef. That's any, just that's a very good. Oh yeah, go, go ahead, no, Was yeah. there any bully culture in, in uh, for for new for newly uh, hire? No, actually, everyone everyone there was I don't know some some level of uh, everyone was nice, super nice, <laughs> oh, super wow. nice. Like oh, I'm like oh, okay, <laughs> quite a good place. Inshallah, <laughs> uh, this is a uh, um a very uh. Dreamy company. Eh? <laughs> no one bullies. No one. No one no bullies. bullies. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess because oh, the workforce also like everyone knows everyone, and there's no point. And it's Bullying. not such big, a big workforce as well. It was like few hundred people, but everyone knows everyone, and everyone is like accommodating and like everyone says hi, hi everywhere. So, oh, that's mm. good. Yeah. Inshallah. <laughs> Actually, that's a very good point about the culture thing. But I, I realize one of the challenges is that if you are in that culture, it's kind of difficult to see through what's good and what's bad because that's basically your entire experience. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I mean, a lot of us, like, I, I agree with what you said. Like, when we look back, yeah, we can probably pick up those points. But back then, it was really difficult to see, see through the fog because you were, exactly. you can you were in the forest, right? Exactly. <laughs> And yeah, then when you forest, want yeah. to assimilate to the whole working group, it's like you are becoming part of the whole team, and it's mm. like indirectly it has an influence on you whether you uh, like it or not. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. yeah wow. Mashallah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Very good experience. Mashallah. Yeah. 
What about your uh, first? That's right. Uh, that's right. Yes, yes. Okay, mashallah. <laughs> so yeah, my my first company as a fresh grad is basically the same company that I was in right now. So mashallah, it's a. So it's quite interesting. So I, I had a similar <clears throat> experience to Reza. So I, I actually took the interview in Australia when I was studying there. So they were looking for graduates overseas, and uh, interestingly, in my in, during that batch, there were not many people who went for the interview. So I think that's one of the reasons why I got the job because wow. really. <laughs> so there was there wasn't much competition. So what's what oh. so funny was that one of the interview questions was like, "Do you mind if we send you to East Malaysia or like Sabah, Sarawak?" And I said, "No, I want to be in KL." Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, this young man, right? <laughs> <laughs> this Putting young my foot down. Right? Yeah. No, no, I want to be in KL. <laughs> what year was that? Okay. What, what year was it? 2006, eight, nine, seven, seven, six, seven. Six, actually. 2006. Inshallah, yeah, 14 years ago. Yeah, wow. It is 14 years. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Time flies. Time flies. Subhanallah. 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 So, yeah, I came back. So, it was a bit of a long story. So, actually, I actually, similar to Reza as well, I actually applied for Australian PR. I actually got it. And uh, I also worked odd jobs like, uh, like Reza as well. Not as cool as Barista. Actually, it's a bit cooler. I was delivering newspapers. Wow. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's, pure, that's really boss, isn't it? And, uh, <laughs> and then in the weekdays, I worked in Tourism Malaysia as, as an oh. office clerk. So, yeah, wow. I was working two jobs. Yeah, because uh, it was not cheap, huh? living in Australia. Reza, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, uh, but after I got my PR and then I got, uh, basically, long story short, I went back to KL. And then I got, uh, then I followed up, followed up on the offer, and then I got the offer. So they told us to go to KLCC. And when I saw the, so yeah, the Twin Towers, and when I saw the offer letter, it says Miri Sarawak. I'm like, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, East That's... Malaysia, I've never been there. <laughs> so, clearly, the interview what didn't. What came up into your mind uh, when hearing that? I don't know, man. I just, I guess I was spoiled. I just want to be in KL, you know, KL boy. Oh, City KL, happening, God. <laughs> I was not. I was totally not Amir, man. I was not ready for hammers, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, that was quite interesting. So it was uh, the the first day they said report duty in KLCC, even though I was supposed to go to Miri. So I still remember like the day before that. It was a Sunday. So my mom was like, hey, "You should pack your bags to go to Miri." You know, you you you. Then I said, no ma, don't worry. The offer letter says go to KLCC. Yeah, but you don't know. Maybe suddenly you have to go to Miriam. How? <laughs> oh, okay ma, okay ma. Then I just, I just pack. I just keep, keep my mom happy. So I went to the KLCC, the Twin Towers. And then, mashallah, it was quite a big batch. So that time, they were really aggressively recruiting people in. So it was, I think, about 40, 50 hours. And they had, some were supposed to go to Sabah. Some to go to Sarawak. Some supposed to go to Kerte. So they were like, yeah, the first day is all orientation. And we got from different regions. So I was like, ah, yeah, see, no worries, right? So they had their <laughs> orientation. And then uh, I think one hour or two hours after that, I said, okay, so for those of you who are stationed in Miri, uh, please go to the airport now. <laughs> what? Now? Now? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like now, now. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, you're going to be in the airport in like uh, two hours or something like that. So, <laughs> oh my God. Oh. So I called oh. my, call my mom and like, yeah, I got to swallow my ego a bit. <laughs> yeah, my, <you're> right. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to the airport. So uh, really rushed, and then uh, we went to Miri. So the next day, I think that was really effectively my first day. So Alhamdulillah, uh, because we were quite a big batch, there was about eighteen of us, 
almost 20 of us. So it's quite big. So just for our batch, the HR department organized like this whole week orientation thing. And it was really, really good actually. So they explained like what the business is, what other departments do. And I just got to know later on that other new fresh grads who joined the company, they were not privileged to this kind of thing. So yeah, Alhamdulillah, we, we got a pretty good experience. And just like Reza as well, what this did is this really like give us this passion like, yeah, let's do, let's go do stuff, you know, especially like the impression about how uh, contributing to the nation because the big word about the company at that time was the word amanah, amanah of the country. So we were like ready to, uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's, uh, let's, uh, I'm ready to work. And they, they arranged the program really nice. Um, like the end of the week, we had a, a lunch with the managers. And I had a really good first impression because I, you know, in corporate world, we think that bosses are bosses. But that was the first time I saw managers who were pretty humble. They were not so loud. They were pretty soft-spoken. And the managers drive Kanchil, Wira. They're not, they're not flamboyant kind of uh, characters. So that was a quite were you Were you watch, watching The Office uh, during your study years? <laughs> I probably was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably what skewed my expectations. <laughs> Dwight yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right there's so, Dwight yeah, somewhere we, we had a, a good good first run so after the first week then they sent us off to our departments uh, that's when the real work started so the, we went off our department and then so like in my department alone I think it was about 10 of us so the acting head at the time he assigned jobs so like okay you are mechanical so you go on this section you are mechanical you are electrical you go to this guy so it was just me and one more colleague. So he looked at us and like, what's your degree again? I said, chemical engineering. Huh, chemical engineering. <laughs> what do we what do? What shall I do with you? <laughs> 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 like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> you hired me, you have no idea what to do with me. <laughs> I know, like Fortune 500 company, you don't know what to do with me? <laughs> <laughs> so that was a was a very funny uh, first impression. So he was like, he, he was genuinely thinking. It wasn't a joke. Huh? He was like, hmm, chemical. Okay lah, I'm going to send you to mechanical. Is that okay? Uh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> do I have a choice? <laughs> I don't have a choice. Exactly right. So so I went for it. Um, but he he did. I did stay there for very long. So then I moved to another another boss. And then I I was moved to my actual work, which was uh, process engineering. And that was when I experienced uh, my first supervisor and my first boss. So my first supervisor, she was the only senior in the team at that time. It was a very small team. It was about five of us. She was the only senior. And I'll never forget the way she treated me. So here I was with a few of these assignments. Absolutely no idea what to do. Man. I was completely clueless because I, I was detached from engineering for a while. So I was like, uh, I, I went through all the standards. I went through all the stuff. I still didn't understand what it is. So I went to yeah. a place and I'm like, Ka, can you... Um, Oh, <laughs> yeah, Kak. Yeah, we had this like, Malay thing, right? Uh, Kak, I have a question. Can you help me with this? And she was like, I don't have time for you. This, you should know this stuff. This is so basic. Oh, I don't, I'm, I'm oh, so busy doing anything. Oh, like, oh. And then she said that without any remorse. And she left the company and I haven't met her for, for a few years. So, uh, she said without no remorse, she went back to the to computer. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know I should know this, but it's because I do it. That's why I'm here, right? <laughs> so that was quite a trauma, man. So that was quite a trauma. But I, I, I mean, at the end of the day, that that taught me something. Um, the thing is, you still have to do your work. So, and you still don't know how to do your work. So I had to make friends with my consultant engineers. So one of the things I learned was that, so they submitted some some stuff. So I was the client, right? But here there was this, this one month, two month experience guy. Absolutely no idea what I was doing. He was submitting his documents. So I called him and I'm like, bro, you know what? I have absolutely no idea what you submitted to me. Can I like go to your office? <laughs> Can I go to your office? Sit down with you. You explain to me step by step what you did. He said, yeah. And I made friends. So I learned from him. I got a good relationship from that. And I actually did that for a lot of times. So this was a time where the staff base wasn't so many, but the workload was huge. So back then the oil price was pretty good, uh, but the staff wasn't so many. So we had so much stuff to do and I kept doing that. So every time I had work to do, I'll just call them up, say, can I go to your office? Can you explain to me what you did? And I kept doing that. And I realized that even when I could understand how to do things, I still did that. And it's such an important skill to do because if you keep yourself on the ground, consultants actually appreciate clients trying to get on the same wavelength with them. And people think this is a sign of weakness because I realized that I'm the only one who did it in my team. But that, that really got me a lot of edge in terms of understanding the nuts and bolts of how they did that and also basically getting to know the consultants and as well. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I would advise people. Like, that just, just keep, it's okay. Like, you don't understand, just ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help and you just humble yourself. Have this kind of white belt mentality. And I have to admit, it doesn't work all the time. Just like that senior that bashed me. Uh, I also had a consultant who once actually said to my face, he said, uh, I'm not paid to, of my yeah. man hours to babysit huh? you guys. <laughs> but it's okay, man. You gotta, I mean, gradually yeah. self steam, yeah? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's quite, it hurts. But, at the end of the day, you you have to earn your paycheck. So you got to, I mean, all these things, it hurts, but you have to sort of plow through that. Uh, so yeah, we have to absorb. Yeah. Wonderfully yeah. put, mashallah. Yeah. From the yeah, first yeah. Yeah. Inside, it's interesting would, you say that, yeah? yeah? Because like uh, in, in my first job, yeah, they, they yeah. have this uh, motto in, in the company, yeah? even though they uh, didn't loud it out, but it's, it's a silent thing everybody knows. It's like every man uh. is an island. Every man is an island. That's right. So you, have, you just got to survive by yourself. Isn't, isn't the oh. phrase the other way around? <laughs> <laughs> so you're for yourself. They pretty much that's what that's what they, they teach you. Yeah. So so even in terms oh. of jobs, yeah. Like for instance, because we we got we got uh, we earn some commission from the jobs we do. So everybody will be fighting for for the jobs to go. So the youngest uh. one will usually will not get it. So you just got to oh, fight wow. yourself to, to go for, to the job. Yeah. So the, the culture uh, has a lot of accountability. I think the people are actually the, the 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 training program they give is they really train the the, the engineers to be really uh, to know what they do yeah. However, right. they, in terms of ethics yeah, okay they uh, in terms of anti bribing all that that's all good. But in terms of sure. like uh, collaboration, in terms of uh, uh, all, all these things is I see it's non exist almost non existent. Yeah? It's uh, you, you just oh. got to fight your way to to earn your job. Yeah. So wow. so people tend to. Uh, tend to roughen up, uh, toughen up throughout, throughout the years, but uh, they don't really make good friends in, in, in the organization. Yeah, uh, oh, <laughs> You only find like one or two guys which you, uh, you, you call friends. Others is just uh, colleagues. Yeah? 
But, wow. but that's how yeah, the whole so, so, so I I would imagine, imagine if they were to join the same company that Reza joined, they would have a culture shock, huh? <laughs> yeah, indeed, <laughs> indeed. Bully was rampant actually in in, that, in my previous uh, company, and that's like just you can just go through YouTube and you can see all those bullying videos by this organization, and it's really funny. But oh, I can no just way. imagine the kind of guys who who had to go through this kind of experience must be traumatizing, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are some form form of the uh, bullies? Uh, you know the the, the forms of uh, bullying that uh, are rampant in 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 some companies, you know. Uh, yep. Because sometimes, yeah. Because we have a uh, sometimes uh, when when people say bully, they they always think you know physic physical bully bullying, right? But but it may be emotional bullying or even uh, um, in most cases verbal, right? Yep, yep, yeah. But but they they make them do like silly things and uh and uh it, it's not it's not physically aggressive, but they have to do silly things and 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 after Rank realizing that they're things, yeah. เอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อ
but it's like for me I had that bias right? like uh, so when guys oh, uh, ask you guys okay. then the guys tell you oh no that I work there blinded by love for that kind of love then you have this feeling like ah, <laughs> I love when, when they tell me like oh this this is like this and the company is like that you know, and, you know bro maybe you're not you're not meant for that company <laughs> <laughs> no way right <laughs> so the guy give me a look at mm, this this kid is uh, maybe he should try it first hand yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i think i think if we're talking about the same company the way they portray themselves is like they only hire the best of the best that they kind of Something they have that kind of yeah yeah they have that kind of image doesn't it yeah Uh, so so what what are the significance so, so I think somebody mentioned just now about their boss so what what are some significant experiences from your first bosses what what do you remember about your first superiors and we just go around in this so for, for for example one one thing I remember about my superior you know it's interesting like back then I thought he was a pretty good boss so he was competent <clears throat> he communicated well uh, he jived well with other departments but one of the things I realized is He never set his expectations for me. He doesn't give me feedback. He doesn't put targets for me. And I always sort of justified it by saying that, number one, he's too busy. So I was justifying on his behalf. So I was thinking that, oh, maybe there's like 30 staff under him. So that's why he, I'm, I'm probably not, not uh, he doesn't spend time on me. And secondly, I thought, okay, because I'm the new guy. So that's why he's not spending time with me. But the next year, Also, I'm not the new guy anymore, but he's still doing the same thing. So I started to realize that it's a pattern. And then after time goes by, then I started to look back and I thought about it. Is this, this, this shouldn't be the way we should treat our fresh graduates. Because, and then when I look back, I don't think this was the, the best way to manage it. Because what that did is that made me feel insignificant and that my task basically didn't matter. Because you don't communicate your expectations. You're kind of just hiring people. Kind of like what I told you guys. Like, what should I do with you? <laughs> That kind of approach. So, yeah. I mean, looking back. Um, I mean, you might look at somebody as a performer. Him by himself. But how he manages the team. And how he leads the team. That's another aspect that we sometimes we don't really see as fresh graduates. When we look back. So, yeah. That's just some of my reflections on my, my first boss. How about you guys? Like, any Any significant experiences with your... Uh, superiors yeah i've seen uh, like from uh, two different companies yeah i think i think a lot of the bosses uh, they act based on the company's dna yeah because uh, and the company's dna is built by the support system hr and, and things and legal things like this, yeah? on that mm. on that on my current company i find i find a very structured uh, system on how the boss should uh, should assist and support uh, their, their subordinate because they have this one particular tool which i find it very powerful because they have a, oh. a, a yearly survey That your sub is supposed to rank your his supervisor, okay. And then all the supervisor will put will be compared here who has the worst and the best uh, feedback from this oh, subordinate. So so there's a there's so a drive for ranking the supervisor. Indeed, yes, But yes. The other oh, way around okay. is usually the case. So right? they have that. Uh, they had. I think that is a good tool. Yeah, right. To right. Do, uh, just uh, like a check and balance uh, for for the supervisor. But on my, right. my first company, completely, we don't have this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You come to work. I'm not supposed to babysit you. You're 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 an adult. I'm an adult. Yep. You got your paycheck. You need to uh, you need to fulfill your tasks. Yeah, do it. Yeah. <laughs> you want to, you want to learn? You go to the training training. You want to learn? Yeah. Go to the training school. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's quite challenging because if you think about it, if you don't manage expectations well, 
sometimes you see the thing is when the way you behave can subconsciously create this people working in silo when you don't set targets that allow them to collaborate so people kind of just work within their own circles and just focus on their own thing and not care about everything else. so you're not really creating teams you just like just getting the job done mm. so that's mm. what that's that's kind of the feel that i got from 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 my experience on my first period and also like like i think certain industry it's, it's a small industry yeah maybe this year you're his subordinate but later on maybe you resign and you become his client mm, and i've seen it a lot of time yeah. and that uh, uh, so i've seen the uh, uh, some of my colleagues who had mean boss in the first in the previous employment and now mm. his boss comes to him for and he's a, he's a client now and his boss comes to him as a, as a vendor so it's oh, really awkward yeah so, yeah so sometimes what goes around comes around again yeah, yeah so it, it, it happens to that. me right now okay Oh, oh yeah? Yeah. yeah, I'm the client in my yeah my ex boss. Oh yeah. wow! Oh, mashallah. Quite quite hard because yeah. awkward, awkward, yeah. awkward. Yeah, awkward moment. Mm, sure. <laughs> but yeah, this these are very I'm important lessons. Yeah. Huh? yeah. But alhamdulillah, he was he was my he was a good boss. But I got two boss ex bosses. Oh <laughs> my, mashallah, mashallah. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, subhanallah. Yeah. yeah, these are very good lessons. Yeah. I mean, I mean, in general, as Muslims, we should always treat people in the best way. Everyone is fellow mm. slave of Allah, especially if they are fellow Muslims. They are your brother in Islam. And, you know, sometimes the thinking that if you are non-Muslim, like, if you treat people, what goes around comes around. That's the saying, isn't it? But as yeah. Muslims, it's not about what, what comes around. It's about how you will be accountable on how you treat other human beings. Mm. You will be accountable anyway, right? Yeah, exactly. You'll be accountable anyway. So, it's interesting like, because life, it's, I mean, you go through different cycles in life and you have no idea how people end up. So, and it, there's, there's an important phrase, like that, that impression you get from people. Like, you know, I don't know about you, but I always remember the people who uh, gave me a significant impact in terms of the emotion. I still remember that first meeting with them. The good and the bad. So, the bad, I already told you, my supervisor. <laughs> so, so that was a pretty impactful thing but even the good ones as well there are few, some people that you meet the, the first impression you feel inspired you feel excited and those people you remember even after you haven't met them for many many years so what that taught me is like the way you treat the new guy the interns it's actually a very very significant thing you may see it as just another guy coming in in the office but to them it's a whole new world huh? it's a yeah. whole new experience mm. Yeah, so I think it's it's very important for us to remind remember remind ourselves and how we treat things. That Allah will hold us accountable for that. Subhanallah. <laughs> right. So let's uh let's move on to the last section, and that's about what would you give some advice for the fresh graduates today? What are some maybe one or two super important stuff that you feel uh should be cultivated amongst our young generation. So I'll start with Aziz. I think I, I would advise um, my graduate self, my fresh graduate self. Sure. I think I have two points. I think I would I, I would I would like to borrow a concept that I I, I just I, I read a few months back I think. It's uh, the book titled The Art of Learning by oh. Josh, Josh uh, Wetskin. He was uh, a chess international master at the age of 16. 
and a tai chi world champion not chess tai and tai chi. chi yeah yeah chess and tai chi at the age, uh, tai chi world champion at the age of 28 was like oh, wow, wow. <laughs> okay this concept was like uh inv- inv- investment in loss uh, meaning is is giving yourself uh, to the learning process it's like when you learn martial arts if you want to be a great fighter you must learn to take some hits right some jabs mm, some moves. okay yeah before you before before you be a master mm. so i think a fresh graduate with the pump up motivation they, i just graduate right <laughs> i i can give impact to my company right oh uh, right uh, that, that mentality but for i think that they should release release some of their ego just enough to get to be tossed here here or there just ah, for a while just to to okay. get the um to give yourself a, a time to learn i mean i i i have a subordinate before uh, just two years back that aziz i'm an engineer i don't want to do this and and oh, she was two okay. months in the company Wow, so I don't want to do this printing printing job. Ah, millennials. Millennials. <laughs> <laughs> I was glad she, uh, she she resigned at in the fifth month. Alhamdulillah. Oh wow, she resigned. <laughs> yeah, because um, yeah, I think engineers should um, experience this kind of thing. Um, mm. Just print print something, do the writing job, right? Okay, um, you're never too big for a task, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Because it's office skill. Okay, I think there's there are periods in which uh, performance performance doesn't matter. Yep, have a beginner oh. mind. Just absorb the good and the bad, mm. and think how you can make things better later. I mean, yep. you can you can learn which loophole you can fill in um, in the task and. My second advice I would give to myself is that I would say please learn uh, the art of effective communicate communicating. Wow! Yeah, through hey, speaking yeah. or through writing, mm. and I think I need to learn uh, the art of negotiation with from Brother Amir and Faisal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of us, right. all of us do. Yeah, I think yeah, communication is. 90% of job the job 10% of i think other so things yeah mm, true yeah i think that's all for me very good very good mashallah barakallah okay so amin and uh, some advice for our young guns out there okay mashallah uh, i think the the advice i like to give uh, it's actually it's a, it's an evergreen advice uh. right so this is by ibn qayyum And and Sheikh Muhammad Wahab used this advice as well in in a lot of his uh, introduction in some of his books, yeah, which is like oh. a, a happy life, yeah, for you to have a happy life. It's three things, yeah, it's a uh, sabar, shukur, and istighfar. So mm. like in in first of all, shukur, yeah. So like uh, uh, we should be uh, uh, give shukur to all the nikmat that Allah have given us, yeah, uh, and also never expect any goodness coming from any, anyone. So you have that mindset. That nobody's going to do oh, you for lunch. Nobody's going to cut you slack. Nobody's going to do that. Yeah. And oh, if somebody does good. that for you, yeah, be thankful to him. Say thank you, that's thank true. you to him. Remember yeah. him. Have a good maintain that uh, rapport, a relationship with him. Yeah. So, yeah, but then true. don't expect goodness from anyone. 
only all, all good is all from Allah so that you 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 build a mm. quite a, a resilient mindset yeah and and, and and you also like a build yourself for disappointment and second yeah. in terms of sabar yeah it's a uh, of course in handling your responsibility itself yeah in handling that itself requires a lot of man of sabar yeah to to do the work itself oh yeah and so uh, and also if it couple with uh, if you have difficult personalities in the office just uh, have sabar yeah if mm. sometimes it's a certain nature of work, it's impossible not to be in an argument yeah but if you're in that argument never escalate it so for instance if it's an if the argument is an email keep it in the email yeah if the argument is verbal <laughs> keep it verbal yeah? do not okay. don't don't argument in the email goes i say the argument is an email but you you make it verbal or argument is a verbal you make it physical don't don't, don't do that yeah do, you do make it in twitter <laughs> keep it at, at that level and and if you need to Reply to anything harsh in an email. Just take a walk down the water cooler, uh, yes, down the corridor, drink some water, come back. You know, then 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 re- rewrite your your email. Yeah, that's that why they call it a water cooler, isn't it? <laughs> Indeed. I always cool do off, that, yeah? brother. <laughs> oh yeah, no way. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Then, Shukur, sabar. Yep. And then like if you have disappointment, because sometimes people put and don't put so much trust in in your bosses and everything, yeah, because they will definitely disappoint you, especially in the appraisal, yeah. Mm. Uh, so just remain calm. Yeah, this yeah. is all from Allah. Do not be disappointed. I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing. I'm doing this because Allah told the Muslim to work. That's my. That's my main intention. Yeah. Uh, if if I'll, if if I was uh, if if Allah destined for a good appraisal, a good bonus. Alhamdulillah. And I say thank you to your boss as well and your colleagues to help you out. But if you don't get it, have patience, and also have patience Thanks to build your skill as well. Yeah. Oh, so, Sorry, have the patience. Right? To to build up your skill. So build up your skill. Uh, even even my not millennials, even my time. Yeah, we have this idea that the world actually world actually owes us something. You know, like uh, I'm here. Yeah, it's true. To be the next we biggest thing mindset, in yeah. the industry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the next. You want to learn as much thing. Sorry. What term we use for that? Uh, the, the, like, as if the world owes you something. Yeah. You come yeah. here to be the big guns in your corporation. Uh, yeah. Entitlement mindset entitlement. is it? Entitlement oh, mindset. Yeah. mindset. Uh, okay. <laughs> So when you want to learn at that time, you want to learn every single thing, like from A to Z, yeah. But and then sure. you might have all that learnings, but how much will it be applied, yeah? Yeah. Because what is taken at a whole and quickly will also lost, also be lost at a whole quickly. So yeah, have a structure, need have a structure, progress, yeah? yeah. Sometimes also it's not just education; it's also experience. So that value that both, yeah. Uh, so so don't uh, uh, not to say do not pay attention, but Make it gradual and consistent instead of a, a steep, and then you might mm. lose hold of every single thing. Yeah, mm. and um, awesome, awesome, very good. And also, uh, stay far. For instance, you're always going to be caught in so many difficult situation in, in at work. Yeah, uh, like uh, team building is one of it. Sometimes you, uh, illicit dealings. You 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 want to you want to get oh. away from things like this. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you you might fall in the shubahat uh, uh, zone. Try your best to take it out. To to yeah. to excuse yourself from things like this, and if if we are human and we err, istighfar, make istighfar, and maybe because maybe we don't do istighfar, that's why Allah closed some of the, the doors to sustenance for us, yeah. Mm, so wow. yeah, so that's the three things. Uh, yeah, Ibn Qayyim always uh, say about about happy life, and Sheikh Manwar Wahab include that in uh, I think two of his books in the uh, in the in the introduction section. Uh, Mashallah. Yeah. Mashallah. Mashallah. Excellent. Excellent. Barakallah fiq. Okay, so and uh, Shami, some advice for our fresh yeah. graduates. Okay, so 
the advice I would give to our fresh graduates would be the advice I would give to my uh, younger self back then when I just started working, my aimless younger self. Right. So, yeah. So, one of, number one, I would say to myself that um, please, please create that high aspiration within your yourself, you know. Because mm. without high aspiration, you know, we, you can't go and you you will basically uh, be, be be good or be cool or settle for you know, low low goals and low aspirations. You you mm. would you would be settled for just average. Average is good, but you know, just below average is well, something's wrong, lah. For for example, when you do your job, you know, try to think, why do you work? Why do you work? Because mm. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala He has told you. Because uh, back then I was already married. Alhamdulillah. So Allah Subhanahu wa Taala He He told us men to provide for the woman. So we, if right. we have this niyah in our hearts, and inshallah it's it's for it's to please Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. So this is one of the forms of high aspiration because you you see okay. you see the goal to be beyond only worldly matter a uh, worldly life. You see the goal that you will you will get something you will receive a grand prize from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala at the end of the day in the. Uh, and uh, on Yawm Al-Qiyamah, inshallah. So have high aspiration. And this could not be obtained unless through knowledge seeking. So, and Rasulullah he said in hadith, he said, Talabul ilmi faridatun ala kulli muslim, he said. To seek knowledge, the knowledge of the deen is fard or obligatory to for all Muslims, in fact. Right? Mm. And in another hadith, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, man, yeah, uh, uh, he said um, uh, you know the famous hadith, man salaka tariqan yaltamisu fihi ilman sahalallahu lahu bihi tariqan ilal jannah, right? So whoever seeks Islamic knowledge, the knowledge of the deen that will bring you peace in this life and the next life, Allah will make it easy for you to move and to obtain jannah. SubhanAllah, this is, this should be our goal. So mm. when 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 we learn when we learn about deen, and then we know these things like you know okay if we work with good intentions, you will surely be rewarded by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala not only in on, in this life, especially in the hereafter right. So mm. this is number one. Have that high aspiration. Yeah. Yeah. If only my my younger self could hear this, you know. <laughs> so so have high aspiration. Number two. Because um, we all have that uh, some some point in our life we we have we ex- we have experienced some sort of a, you know um, we would like to please people right you know you you become some sort of a yes man to everyone oh, right so this young. this was a very um, very bad characteristic that I had and maybe I w- I still have it in myself but I try to get rid of it. I think it's a Malaysian it. thing, lah. It's a Malaysian thing, yeah. Mm. It's a Malaysian thing. True, true. It's an Asian uh, thing. It's an Asian thing. Yeah, but more. I, I <laughs> think it's more thing, Malaysian, yeah. right? I don't know. Allahu Akbar. So, yeah. I would say to 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 the to the fresh grads, you don't have to follow what uh, you st- you have your you have your own principles. Stick to it. Ah, very good. And your your principles it has to be based on what Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says in the Quran and what the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he so, you know uh, he he said uh, in in his Sunnah. And mm. as uh, Ibn Taymiyyah he said in uh, 
in his majmu' al-fatawa, he said, وَأَلَمْ أَنَّ كُلَّ مَا نُحِبُّ لِشَيْءًا لِغَيْرِ اللَّهِ He said, فَلَا بُدَّ أَنْ يَضُرَّهُ مَحْبُوبُهُ He said, know that, know that, O oh people, uh, everything that you love besides Allah, know that that thing, it will endanger you at the end of, it, at the, end of the day. It will definitely endanger oh, wow. you. And this, is, mm. and this is based on the hadith. Of the Prophet sallallahu when he said, Whoever tries to seek the pleasure of all people and in doing so enrages Allah, Allah will be angry with him. Okay, get this. Allah will be angry with him and he will make the people angry with him. Okay, so the people you're trying to please are the one who will uh, yes, exactly. be annoyed with you in the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we see this every day. Uh, it's one in, in, you know, in, in family members and in colleagues, right? We see this. Mm, we get annoyed with some people who try to please, who are people, people pleasers, right? So we, mm. we get annoyed with them. So this is a reality <laughs> that we have to face. So that's number two. And number three, point. in terms of uh, you know, technical, um, uh, more to, towards the technical side, mm. I would say whenever advice and wisdom wisdom are given by our, our seniors or our uh, um, our boss or whoever, whoever is... Who, uh, above or even be honest, always always pay attention to them attentively. And if you if you can, if you can have a, a pen and paper and write those advices down. Write those down because it, you don't know when you might help. Uh, it might be helpful for you. Yeah. For example, mm. uh, yeah, uh, just a simple example. When I was um, working in one of the the pizza stores in uh, in Shahlam. Uh, I was I was clueless. I was I know I know the theory. The theory I I revised you know a few times, but the to act upon it you know for example like how do you clean how do you clean this big pizza machine right pizza oven? So I know the theory, but I do not. I but I I, I didn't know how to do it. So mm. so my, one of my seniors uh, uh yeah she told me okay this is how you do it. You open this up. Yeah, yeah I know this, but. But uh, when you see it, and then when you when 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 from from the experiences that she had, and she she showed me in front of my eyes how to do it, then subhanallah, I then I know how to do it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it has to be hands-on, practical, and these things you have to jot down. Or if you have a memory like Imam Shafi, rahimahullah ta'ala, <laughs> then it's okay, <laughs> right? Yeah. So that's number three. Um, what else? Uh, I think I think that's it. Uh, and Maybe number num- number four. Uh, try to. And, uh, this this will be the last last point. Probably uh, try to know your ego. You know, like uh, wow, um, I, I I think I think it's a, a brother Aziz or brother Amir who told uh, who said something like, um, you know, if you if you have that entitlement mindset, right, you mm. would think that oh this 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 task doesn't befit me. I'm mm. I, I'm too good for this. So. Just, just go. Even, even if your boss uh, demands, you know, you know, a cup of coffee from you, just go. Go ahead. Why, why, mm. why not? Right. Plus, have the good intention, so that you will be re- you'll be rewarded for that. Not only just for the sake of uh, uh, people seeing you. Oh, this guy is such a such a good lad, such a good sport, right? But in <laughs> fact, you will be rewarded by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. You know, just uh, yeah, just. So that that, that's, uh, that 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 uh, that would be the four points that I would uh, advise myself, and I would advise the fresh grads to always bear in mind, inshallah. Allah wa'ala. Very good, very good, very good. Mm-hmm. Mashallah, barakallah fiq. Inshallah. Okay, and uh, Reza. Right. So um, 
similar to what Shami said, um, in regards to, uh, let's say, talking about um, what I would say to my old uh, self back then, is uh, make use of your high spirits. Usually when you are a fresh grad, you enter the workforce with a very clean slate and like quite a high level of determination mm. and um, keep in mind of that and look basically look for a mentor or a good role model within your company that you can learn really learn from basically this is what um, it's like a shortcut of understanding what's around you like for example what yeah, uh, yeah. Faisal said uh, before that he, he learned a lot from his consultants um, basically Actually, in the workplace, as seniors as well, we should be that good role model and the mentor to people who enter the workforce. Ah, very good point. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, as a as a fresh grad before, I was like looking for that one person who can I just be with and just learn from. But I, alhamdulillah, I got it from various people. But there is no one person who just like stuck his neck out and say like, okay, I'll teach you whatever you need to know. Okay. Yeah. So, mm. so and nowadays I I try to practice this because I know what it means for a fresh graduate to have someone who can can they they can just ask whatever they want or whatever that comes to mind, no matter yeah. how uh, significant or insignificant the question is. Mm. So, um. So yeah, I mean, Alhamdulillah, uh, what I try to do now because when you do. Um, become a mentor to someone you actually learn better oh so, yeah that's true like, man yeah, it's like you're in, reinforcing your knowledge yes. and at the same time you're giving that person uh, someone to look up to and at the, um, to feel yeah, significant for example you can also build up his confidence or also feel build his um, let's say capability so that he you can see that a person grow, you know. So, yeah, this is a, quite a good process, and I think um, yeah. it's also something that is a means of uh, uh, beneficial knowledge. Inshallah, is one of the things that you pass down. That every time the person uses it, they benefit from it, and you also benefit. Yeah, that's a good thinking. Yeah, that's, that's true. Right, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, so basically, nothing goes to waste. Like when you expend that effort to teach someone you're not just wasting your energy or wasting your, your uh, let's say, speech or something like this. So um, mm. just keep in mind that um, they are benefiting, especially the first grad- fresh graduates. And it really has a big impact on their, their learning and their future direction, you know, so... Yeah, yeah, I really like that point. Basically, you want to be the senior that you've always always wanted. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. So, um, this is one really big point, I think, uh, that we as as people who have yeah. been in the workforce for quite some time yeah, yeah. Can, can try to uh, practice. Lah. I mean, in, uh, especially people who just entered the, the office. Yeah, so, so that's my, my take they got take points from the whole session, I think. Look for mentors. Mm. Yeah, I think we need inshallah. mentors until... Effective mentors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, very good. Even until now, we need mentors, right? Exactly. That's true, actually. We do, yeah. Right. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. Okay, mashallah. Okay. <laughs> okay, inshallah. So, I tried to choose basically two bits of advice that I feel are very significant for for newcomers, for fresh graduates. So, it comes down to two. So, number one is cultivate what I call this white belt mentality. Mm-hmm. And number two is your EQ, your emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. Really, really develop that. Yeah. So, yeah. first of all, what does it mean by white belt, white belt mentality? So, basically, you should always have this curiosity to always want to learn new things. So, basically, if you're a white belt, I mean, you're not master of anything. You're basically the new guy. And it's okay to be like that. You don't have to have this kind of ego and realize that, oh, wait a minute, I graduated first class. They should, they should treat, train me. No, no, no. Yeah. You go on the ground. And I really like that point. People are repeating this, uh, this, this statement, don't have an entitlement mindset. That's exactly what I wrote as well. Don't have that kind of thing. Like expect people to teach you. Like you go to them. Even though, mm-hmm. I remember a statement from Ibn Abbas. He was waiting outside of the houses of some companions. And then they were like, oh, he's cousin of the Prophet Why did you tell me you're outside? He says, no. We have to go to knowledge. Knowledge doesn't come to us. Inshallah. So we should have that kind of mentality. And also when it comes to not having an entitlement mindset, it's also about, like when you say white belt mentality, is treat people well. Don't expect people to treat you well. And this is a, a problem that I see. Sometimes people treat others well just because they are superior, mm. just because they have a higher rank than you. And then when you get to that rank, you don't treat people in that, you treat people in a bad way. That's, that's very wrong. So that's something that I, I've always tried to do. Like just be nice to people, the non-executives. And then these, these relationships become something that is very, it, it gives you a lot of motivation to come to work. To know that yeah. people greet you. It's, it's a different thing. So on top of the stresses that you face. Mm. And also when you have a, this kind of white belt mentality, what this also means is you should always be ready to change and adapt and not stick to just one set of skills. Because you're white belt, you have to learn a lot of stuff. So one of the mistakes that I've seen about this entitlement mindset is that they think that they graduated in a certain field and therefore their skills have to be utilized there. And so these other skills, they don't really see it. So for example, you have to do like five different skill sets. These, these two skill sets, they see it as something like, oh, this is not really my job. So they don't really cultivate that skill. So what I realized is that sometimes those skills can be useful much later. So for example, myself, I'm a process engineer, but I was assigned to, some, uh, to, do, to do a project management task for like two years. Completely off. Like basically my development was, was completely stalled at that time. So when I came back, a lot of people were saying that, oh, Rugi, it's a loss for you because you don't get to develop in your field. But I developed in that project engineering skills. Like I, I was so interested in it in such a way that I actually got a, that allowed me to get a project management professional certification. And even until today, being in my project team, there's no one else in my team that has that certification. Mashallah. That's actually a life skill. Like back then, yeah. it looked like a disadvantage. But now looking mm. back, because I thought that, oh, this was something that uh, I have to do well, then I, then I realized that, oh, it's an advantage for me until today. So Mashallah. one of the things I, I learned as well, like learn from everyone. Like don't, even your juniors, I'm going to emphasize mm. this, even your juniors, so I realized that, see, I'm not a gifted engineer. I, I actually kind of envy, secretly envy <laughs> those who come and then they, they just can hit the ground running. They know exactly what to do. Yeah. And I'm like, why are these guys? 
Can, can you teach me how you do this? <laughs> I actually sit down with my juniors. I think they should meet the kakak just now. <laughs> what do you guys have for lunch? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I don't shy away from that. I, I, go, I actually ask them like, why didn't you teach me? So yeah, just try to have this kind of mi- uh, mindset. Like always ask people and always have this curiosity to learn. You know, I've coached a, f- a few, I've mentored a few interns and a few fresh grads uh, during my time. And I, when I look back, the best interns are those who are always bugging you with questions. It's kind of annoying in a sense, but because you also want to develop them, but you you also like, because they're so eager, like you're like, wow, this is this is awesome, man. So you actually mm-hmm. have a, a huge degree of respect for them. And so that, that's something that, that, that I feel that's very significant. And also if you have this sort of white belt mentality, you should never get complacent. So this is very important. Some people, they, they do a job for a few years. They think they kind of know, they, they have this kind of know-it-all. So this is, we should remind ourselves that you're never perfect in what you do. So what I do is like, I try to share knowledge, not because I'm good at it, but because I want to show people this is what I've done. And if there's a better way, please tell me because uh, I don't want to short theory. I don't want to just be in my own world. So, so uh, Ahi, how do you how do you share it? Do you make a presentation or? Yeah, I do. So that's the typical. So what I'll do is like because um, I actually just organize oh. a knowledge sharing session or like a Friday afternoon one hour. What do you guys think? Okay, 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 come, let's come. I just you you initiate so, it or it's a company? Do you initiate it or it's a company? I think a company policy. They encourage it, but they don't systemize it. So what I do is oh. like, okay, you encourage it, I do lah. <laughs> so oh, okay. just just trigger that. Give me an idea. And also, this I think, shyness. Hmm? Sorry. Sorry. Uh, coming back to the, that point where, uh, you know, the, the intern who bugs you are the, yeah. the usually the most successful, right? Oh yeah, uh, the best, the best interns. <laughs> yeah. When when I see. Look, looking back in uh, the classes uh, in Medina, for instance, ah. the the the, the they always say, "Oh, Malizi, nah, you know? uh, uh, and then they just said, "Oh, you guys are Malaysians, huh? You guys are very tawadu, very shy people." He said, "Very shy." So, but I, I think that that's not that's that's not the that's not the praise from from him. But in fact, I think that's oh, a that's a dumb yeah. uh, wow. because because there's a hadith, right? Uh, there's an author from uh, in. in Sahih Muslim where where Aisha she 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 praised the woman of Ansar right uh, for for asking questions uh, shyness do not did not prevent them from asking questions that has uh, that is related to the to the deal so uh-huh. in fact shy, shy, shyness is all good but except in asking the questions regarding to your deal that's not good uh, or, or, or or the work that you are you are uh, you know uh, the, the task that you are um, asked to do or stuff like that. So I yeah. think you should ask, but th- this is a problem that uh, likes many of uh, people until today, especially Malaysians, because yeah. I, based on what the Masheikh, what they say, right? Mm. So uh, in fact, it's something that uh, I'm struggling with as well. Um, mm. Until today, uh, Alhamdulillah, but now I'm slowly uh, getting that away from myself, uh, trying, trying to get rid of that, that shyness, mm. that unnecessary shyness, right? But Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, but... Um, Allah uh, alam. I think I think that's very good. Uh, the, the encourage and the encouragement to ask questions. Yeah, you know, you know. Since you mentioned that, I, I realized that the past few years, this is one skill that I developed over the years. That skill to ask questions. I think it's one of the most important life skills. Yeah. Because uh, if by doing the right questions, 
it's not only a way to learn, but you actually build a lot, a lot of relationships through that as well. Okay. And like I shared with you guys, like I, I engage the consultants, I ask them how they do it. I still do that until today. And I, but you see, over time, your questions improve. So, ah, <laughs> that's the point. Uh, you, so, you need to learn the art of asking questions. Mm, ah, yeah, the right yeah. questions at the right time, you know, the way you phrase exactly. your questions. All these are, and it's an art. Exactly. I, I, I think it's a question question. I heard this quote. I think that the, the, the companions, yeah, the Salah, they, they were so they were so successful mm. because they challenge every norm of society, but they hold firm to the Quran and Sunnah. By the people of later later years, mm. they challenge everything in the Quran and the Sunnah, and they hold firm to <laughs> all society, whatever norm of society. <laughs> so because of that, they're not successful. Wow! Very profound, man. Subhanallah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Subhanallah. And you see, uh, there's one thing I learned about. Uh, being in the corporate world after like after these 12 years actually people always appreciate good students so if you always show this willingness to learn actually people are more receptive to that it's it's kind of counterintuitive people think like you kind of have to have this kind of big boss persona asking questions asking like this tough guy kind of thing to earn respect but yeah. that might earn you some degree of fear for a while <laughs> but in truth it doesn't build relationships It actually kind of burns them. Mm. Yeah, so that's a that's something that's something I I kind of learned over the years. And to have this kind of white belt mentality, I also because I always like I told you guys, I I, I always kind of envy those guys who have a very skill in engineering. So I'm not very good at that. So I I overcompensate by improving my communication skills. So I overcompensate by my presentation skills. <laughs> And so I I really go for that. So that that's actually my my second piece of advice, which is improve your EQ, your emotional intelligence. You see, the thing is, ah, uh, this EQ thing, they never teach you this in university. But it's so important because this skill is what gets you to get to know people. And as a leader, this is this is something that you can get more from people. This is what can allow you to collaborate well. And it's not just in your professional life, but also in your personal life. And this is what kind of life skills that even if you don't work at all in your entire life, if you need just within your family life, it's still something super important. It's going to be with you until you die. But the good news is, EQ and this intel- emotional intelligence, it can be learned. So people think that EQ is something like, oh, you either have it or you don't have it. But it's not yeah. true. You can develop it. Uh, so because I, I, you know, when I look back, people, IQ used to be all the craze. I used to grow up with like, oh, you know, these guys got high IQ, these Mensa scores, Mensa, all these things. Like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> right? And then, like, you know, we would look at all these like A plus students like, whoa, gifted, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. And then, but now that I look back, I mean, the the guys who get really far are those with this very strong kind of EQ. Mm. So, uh, okay, what, what is EQ? I mean, in a nutshell, EQ is basically about how you manage your emotion, your own emotions. So that's number one. And also how you manage other people's emotions. So that include things like, so I'm just quoting here, self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, empathy. So that's the big one. Empathy and social skills. So, you know, when I when I look back, like, There are people who, not necessarily their university scores may not be the best, but because they take an active effort to EQ, I'm guessing it's overcompensation like my case. So when they try to overcompensate the lack of skills that they feel in other areas, actually they get an edge a lot in the organization. Now I compare that to some people who they have a very strong university score, they may be brilliant, they may have that, this, this uh, medal, first class honors, that kind of thing. But they, what, what that does to them is they feel like they, they're superior than others. I don't have yeah. to do this stuff. Yeah, so 
that doesn't make them good team players and it doesn't make them good bosses though. Because they feel like they're the smartest guy in the room. So yeah. that doesn't make them very effective leaders. So that's just, just I mean, I'm, I'm not saying everyone is like that, but the tendency is like that. So just something that we should uh, inculcate in ourselves, like how we can treat other people. And have you read the book, Enjoy Your Life by Dr. Al-Arifi? Have you heard of the book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's an amazing book because it's about the art of how the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam dealt so, with different so people. And the thing is, he was like, it's masterclass in people's skills, right? That's how he can get the best out of his companions, radiallahu anhu. If you think about it, like, as human beings, he dealt with them in a way that can just get the best skills and best qualities from them. So these kinds of things, sometimes we kind of overlook. So that's just something that I, I try to remind myself. These are the two major skills. Inshallah. I think I... Inshallah. I think that's, I that's great. Mashallah. Yeah, I think I cheated a bit. It's two, but it's like, <laughs> big ones. Sub 2.1, 2.3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I copped out a bit on that one. <laughs> but yeah, so Alhamdulillah, so it was quite an interesting experience. So, Zakumullah Khairan, thank you for sharing. So, that brings us to the end of our discussion for this session, inshallah. Okay. Subhanak Allahum bihamdika wa nashhadu an la ilaha illa anta wa nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilaik. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullah. Jazakumullahu khairan for listening. Don't forget to hit the like button. And if you feel your family or your friends might get value from the discussion, don't keep it to yourself. Please share it. Let's create a community of high inspiring Muslim. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.